What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Life's a Garden. Now, you may have noticed the Christmas decorations are up. Now, that does not mean that this is the Christmas episode. Christmas episode is going to be next week. Uh, but I am in the festive mood. I have the decorations up. The tree is not lit. When As soon as that tree is lit, then you'll know it is the Christmas episode. But we're keeping the decorations up. We are in the festive holiday spirit. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. But it is not Christmas yet. This is just an average Joe week of the show. Um, that just kind of, and here, here's a little tidbit for you. It's a little insight to how crazy I am. This is how my house normally looks. I got the tree up right there. Got the decorations up all the time from December 1st to December 31st. But every time I've recorded in the past, I've made the concerted effort to take all this down just to make the podcast set look like it normally does. Not this year. I'm, I'm not going through all that. I, there's no reason to do it. We can keep the Christmas decorations up and still have a normal episode. It does not have to be the Christmas special. But as I said, as soon as that tree is lit, you will know when it is the Christmas episode. That'll be next week. But this week, we're going to get into a brand new one. So thank you very much for stopping by. Hope you stick around for the long haul. And let's go ahead and get right on into it. It's episode 129 of Life's a Garden. Yes, we are smack dab in the middle of the holiday season. Thank you all so much for joining me yet again on another fantastic week. Hope you all are doing fantastic. Hope you guys are doing amazing out there, enjoying your holiday season. Did you get all your Christmas shopping done? Did you get out there and, and face the masses on Black Friday? Did you get stomped to death? Did you get, have, you, have you checked all the names off your list? I haven't. I'm still working on it. We're, I, we're, we're what, like 20 days till Christmas, something like that? I'm not even close. It's not even 20. It's like, yeah, it's, it's less than 20 days till Christmas. So uh, I got to finish that shit off. I've got most of it done. Got most of it done, but honestly, not in the mood to go out and shop right now because your boy's a little afraid he might get shot. It's a wild, wild west out there right now. Literally, people getting shot, like, every day. <laughs> What's going on around here? I mean, I, I know that crime and uh, shootings and crazy shit has been, like, on the rise. But I can't remember a time when it was every single day. Between, when we've had shootings at casinos, restaurants, just random... We, we've, some dude got found... Dead in his uh, apartment building, ruled as a homicide. Uh, we got we got school shootings being threatened at all at both high schools, both major high schools here in Billings. And it's not just here; it's not just in Billings. This is just the local the local uh, temperature gauge. We just had the shooting down in Colorado Springs not too long ago at the gay bar. We had uh, the one in Virginia, or was it Virginia? Massachusetts, there was a, a college. We we got these serial murders going on in Idaho, just right down the street from us, basically. You got the Walmart shooting. See, that's a, I'm not going to go shopping. The the managers at Walmart are strapped and and, and losing their minds and, and blasting people down. It's it's getting bonkers out there, folks. So stay safe because the world is burning to the ground. Stay, keep, if you got a gun, I suggest you carry it for your own safety out there right now. Because apparently everybody else is. Everyone else is carrying their guns and prepared to just 
blast off at any moment. It's truly disturbing, honestly. Like, especially this time of year. It's supposed to be the, the, the joyous time of year. That the holiday season is supposed to be filled with the Christmas spirit and the the joys of Christmas, and we're supposed to be loving each other, not shooting each other. But nonetheless, we gotta stay on guard now. Can't even go to a Walmart without the the damn shift manager losing his mind. People are being worked to death. They bring a gun to work and they t- they just go nuts. That seems to be a fairly running thing. Like people talk about the school shootings and stuff like that. Department store shootings is not an uncommon theme either. We've seen this in the past many a times. Um, I suppose that makes sense. It's a it's an area that's crowded with a lot of people. But uh, yeah, so so shopping right now is not high on my priority list, and that's partially an excuse to not do it. For me. But it's a decent one, I think. Why didn't you get your Christmas shopping done? Oh, because I didn't want to end up dead. Because because you didn't get me a Kevlar vest for Christmas last year. That's why I didn't go shopping this year. That's why I didn't get you... That's why I got you um, uh, used socks from my drawer. Because I wasn't prepared this year. I didn't, I didn't get artillery last year in order for me to shop this year. Christ Almighty. But, um, yeah, what, what a way to uh, celebrate the Lord's birth uh, by sending a lot more people to, to celebrate his birthday with him is how we're, apparently we're going we're gonna to do it this year. Uh, <laughs> um, also, you know, tis the season. Tis the holiday season. This is supposed to be a joyous time of year. Family, friends, we all uh, come together. And uh, truly, what defines, what represents the family spirit more than Casey Anthony? (laughs) I mean, that's what dropped during the holiday season. We got, this is the, the, the family holiday season. The time of year when typically you'd be watching Rudolph or you'd be watching uh, Elf or any number of holiday classics. But what you should be watching is the most family-friendly lady that I could I could ever imagine thinking of. And that's Casey Anthony. Who, who better embodies the family spirit than Casey Anthony? I, I believe it was Peacock that just dropped a Casey Anthony documentary. I know very little about it. I, I think it's her telling her side of it or trying to like, I'm not, I, I shouldn't even speak on it just because I don't know exactly the details of, of the documentary. Nonetheless, uh, here we are with another crime doc. One that is very controversial. Casey, Casey Anthony, if, if none of you remember, I remember this was like the big story. She was the OJ of my generation because this was, even though she wasn't a celebrity, but she was like the one that got away as far as that goes. She was the person that we're all fairly certain did it, but a jury was not convinced enough to convict her. And so she is still, you know, obviously you can't try her again. That's double jeopardy. So she is out there, and now she is coming out with a documentary. Like I said, I don't know if the documentary is just basically covering the story itself and, like, again, bringing back a traumatic horror event to the public eye. But, uh, or and so it's either they're telling the story again or she's kind of, like, involved in it somehow and like trying to uh not apologize i guess but like clear her name she's trying to clear her name right is is essentially how i i i imagine this is going but i again very uncertain of the contents of said documentary nonetheless quite the quite the family watch if if you ask me um Dude, if she didn't do that, if she did not murder her daughter, she knows who did. There are too many wild things 
Like, she didn't report her for a month missing. Um, I, uh, the, the details of the, of the case escape my memory because it's been a long time. I, I want to say that was like 2008, 2009, somewhere in that area might even been later than that. I don't, I don't know exactly, but I, I just remember seeing her face all over the news. Um, and yeah, she, she got, she got away scot-free. Now, the one thing I'll say in Casey Anthony's defense, and this is not like defending her from the possibility of potentially murdering her daughter, but as far as, um, let's say, accused murderers go, as far as accused murderers or murderers go, very easily could be one of the most attractive ones. Now, if she really, if she really wanted to uh, gain my uh, gain my attention on the subject, or if she really wanted me to forgive her, if she wanted to gain my forgiveness, she should have just started an OnlyFans. And I guarantee you, a generation of young boys who thought she was a, the biggest monster on planet Earth would be her number one fan all of a sudden. You think that if Casey Anthony, I can't believe, honest to God, in today's uh, pl- uh, landscape, today's like social landscape, I honestly cannot believe. She has not actually done this. There's teachers starting OnlyFans. We got politicians. We got ex-military ladies. I mean, you fucking name it. Why not add accused murderer to the list of OnlyFans stars? Why not? And if anybody was going to do it, it should be her. Because God knows it would take off. It, she would be the richest OnlyFans uh, model, I suppose, or OnlyFans content creator in six hours. It wouldn't take a day, and she'd be the richest one. Guarantee it. And who knows? Anything is possible. For America's number one mom... I can't I uh, I can't believe they chose this time of year to drop the Casey Anthony doc. It, can't get enough of the crime dramas, can't get enough of the the crime docs even during this time of the year. So bizarre. The world is burning down. You see what uh, this Balenciaga thing? Did you see this? Balenciaga released an ad Featuring children posing with BDSM bears. Now, upon the immediate release of said ad, I believe it was taken down almost immediately over after an obvious outpour of uh, negative reactions. As one clearly would assume... Featuring many of Balenciaga's horrible uh, products in in the background and whatnot. The photographer is the one who's getting a lot of the blame, which, you know, I suppose he's definitely not completely without fault. But wouldn't Balenciaga have had to greenlit this? The guy's just doing his job. He's just trying to get paid. Now, there's the morality aspect of things where... Yeah, maybe he probably shouldn't have, even if he was getting that bag. But, nonetheless, Balenciaga surely should take a giant hit from this. And I'm imagining they did. And who who, who is a huge spokesperson for Balenciaga? Well, none other than the Kardashians. The Kanye West, Kardashian-like saga just continues to get stranger and stranger. Now, I'm not saying the Kardashians had anything to do with this advertisement or anything like that. If you... 
what more could you, I feel like this 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 move had to have been some kind of a trolling event for for the QAnon people because if you they already think that high end celebrities and and corporations and politicians are uh, pedophiles and eating children and cannibals and this that and the other and I'm not here to tell you that that's not happening. Maybe not to the extent that the QAnon folks believe or the major conspiracy theorists. But then something like this happens and it's like you you kind of got to imagine there's a nugget of truth in that. I mean, I already think there's a nugget of truth in a lot of that. There's definitely pedophilia within high-end circuits of celebrity, politics, things like that. It's It's been proven. Like I said, not to the wild extent that a lot of these conspiracy theorists believe. But then you get a luxury uh, apparel group, a luxury clothing line, fashion line, posing children with sex symbols. I mean, it seems like they're just taunting us at this point doesn't it it's like hey all the things you thought it's <laughs> look it's right here in front of you like duh in case you weren't in case you, you didn't think it enough let's just throw you the biggest bone and and make you really think but yeah so balenciaga crazy stuff there it's like one crazy thing after the next is just uh, it's it's <laughs> we're 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 finishing out 2022 in a beautiful way apparently we're we're just going to we're we took all the craziness from 2020 and 2021 and we jam packed it into the month of December for uh just just to make sure that 2022 could keep up with the last two years in in crazy bizarreness Kanye West went on Alex Jones and praised Hitler. It's like... <laughs> it's like he, he, he's really trying to make sure he fucking gets that final nail in his celebrity coffin. When you make Alex Jones, like, feel uncomfortable, when you make Alex Jones go, I don't know about that. I think you've pretty much done it. That you must have said it all at that point. To to literally go out and say, "I think Hitler's a good guy. I like some of Hitler's ideas." <laughs> well, that's beyond career suicide. You didn't just end your career, dude. You ended your life. Like you can't do anything now. Granted, he still probably has just a ungodly amount of money, so yes, he can. Like technically, yes, he can. But what are you doing? You, you're never gonna work again, pal. You're never gonna work again. I I don't know if that's his plan. Like clearly, the guy has mental problems, and and to that. I feel very sorry for. Like, it, it honestly saddens me in a way that all these media tycoons and all these, you know, CNN, whatever, um, even even InfoWars, all these different podcasts, things like that, are exploiting him, really, because it's very, very clear that he is having a, a high-end mental episode. He's having beyond a mental breakdown. And they're kind of exploiting him because they're bringing him on these shows because they know he's going to say wild shit. They're just trying to get the sound bites. So it's like you see him saying this wild shit with the CNN logo right there in the corner. It's it's exploitative. And I'm not I'm in no way, shape, or form uh, making any excuses for the crazy stuff that he's saying. Remember when you all called him a genius? <laughs> Remember when you all called him a genius? And now you're calling him crazy? Well, what a bizarre turn of events that sure turned out to be for you. If you were one of those people who was like, 
He's a genius. Oh, my God. He, brilliant, brilliant man. Well, I suppose even the most brilliant people sometimes go mad. Uh, interesting thing that happened to me recently, uh, beyond the shootings here locally, they're they're actually shooting a movie here. So, do you like that segue? (laughs) That totally came off the top of my head. I'm very proud of that. Uh, so yeah, they're shooting a movie here. Kind of a lower budget, um, indie film, I suppose, is what it would be. Uh, starring none other than Kit Harington a.k.a. Jon Snow. Yeah, he's been around town. I've not, I've not seen him, but um, I know for a fact he's in this movie with a few other stars. You can look this movie up just so you can verify that I am not lying to you. The movie is called, um, I believe it's called Blood for Dust or Dust for Blood. It's one of the combination of those. They're shooting between Billings, Laurel, and Park City in those areas. Supposed to be set in the 90s. Apparently, it's kind of like a uh, No Country for Old Men type movie. Well, I met one of the set designers in a bar and got to talking to him. He's telling me all like just like little details about it. It's supposed to be set in the 90s. The set and the other. He's like, yeah, the uh, Kit Harrington's the main character, and um, apparently he's like the the bad guy in this or the antagonist. And uh, he's supposed to be driving like a new 89, or not 89, I guess. It's a newer Tacoma, essentially is what it is. And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. I work at Toyota. Uh, I do detail there. And he's like, really? Well, I need this truck to look brand new. Like it was bought within you know a few months of that time era. I was like, all right. Well, I give the guy my number. Let me know if you need me. I'll be more than happy to help out. Sure as shit, the guy gets a hold of me. And guess who detailed the truck that's going to be in that movie? Your boy. So when that movie does come out, keep an eye out for a, a red Toyota Tacoma that Kit Harrington himself will be driving. And there was one other guy, not one other, but there was... Another guy that you know that drove that truck, and it's me, which is pretty interesting. It's, it's not certainly something that we see every day here, but uh, so that was kind of a, a cool scenario that happened, and uh, definitely interesting. So yeah, just a cool little fun fact for you. Um, all right, so... I'm going to bring it down just a touch here, unfortunately. I, I don't like to do that. I don't like to ebb and flow on the episodes. I don't like to, you know, we had a lot of fun. It was high energy there at the beginning. We talked some high points. But there is something that I desperately need to discuss because this is something that I've been wanting to talk about on the show for the last, like, three weeks. And the last two weeks uh, had guest episodes. First of all, actually, real quick, let me just say this. The feedback on my mom's episode has been tremendous. Like, it's honestly really awesome to hear some of the some of the feedback that you guys have been giving us and uh, and some of the love you've been giving to my mom for telling her story. We are definitely going to be doing a part two on that because it was a phenomenal episode. And uh, it was just, I was even intrigued to find out some of the things that my mom went through and the things that she did. So we definitely are going to be doing a part two to that. Probably not for a while because I'd like to spread out the guests. But stay tuned for that. And again, thank you all for the lovely uh, feedback and the lovely comments that you've been giving us. It means a lot, honestly. And it means a lot that you actually watch the episodes, you know. It's that one got a lot of a lot of views and we've been getting some good subscription numbers up so much appreciation to that. Anyway, um yeah, I wasn't able to talk about this in the last couple episodes because I wanted to get some guest episodes in. Um and now I finally have a chance to sit here and talk about this. Um Jason David Frank, who if you're not aware of was the original Green Ranger in the 
original Power Rangers series. He was the first Green Ranger, and not only was he the Green Ranger and was he, uh, a major part in, in the beginning, the very first Power Rangers series, but he was a continued staple in the Power Rangers franchise. He was pretty much, he's pretty much widely known as the Power Ranger. He's like the guy. He's the face of the Power Rangers franchise. The most consistent guy who's showed up again and again um, died. So Jason David Frank died. And it's sad. It's very sad. The, I believe he was 48. Just barely 50, if anything. And um, it's one of those celebrity deaths that... I was not really prepared would affect me in the way it did, or at least like, I'm not going to sit here and say I was like dramatically affected by it, but it definitely stung. You know, it was one of those guys that for one, completely out of the blue, you did not, I did not see that one coming at all, but more than anything, it was one of those ones that, um, yeah, it took me by surprise, but also the, it took me by surprise that I had such a emotional connection to him as a as a um, celebrity figure in my life. A lot of that comes back to nostalgia. It comes back to me being a child. Power Rangers was big time for me, especially like the the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the original series, which is what he was a part of. And uh, when I think back to to what I was majorly into as a child there was only there's really only three things because i was into a lot of stuff you know i dabbled in a lot of different territories when it came i wasn't just a pokemon kid i wasn't just uh a power ranger kid you know i dabbled in a few different areas that uh for that young boys were interested in number one was was dragon ball z for sure Dragon Ball Z was number one for me. As you know, I've talked at exhaustion about Dragon Ball Z. Uh, number two would have had to have been the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Big Ninja Turtle fan. Had all the toys. You know, big fan. But number three, dude, was the Power Rangers. And there's no real contestant to that. Like, I was very into the Power Rangers. I was the Red Ranger for Halloween one year. I, um, I again, had a lot of the toys. I watched a lot of the movies. I watched a lot of the series. I got, you know, my childhood was very much enveloped in the Power Rangers culture. Uh, obviously didn't stick around with that. And what was really interesting, and this is even more like it's kind of a connective tissue to the Jason David Frank Power Rangers arc, is, like I said, as a kid, I watched him in, he, he was part of uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and he was part of Zeo which I believe was the one right after Mighty Morphin. So I got to see him through all the original stuff. When my brother was a kid, at, at the time that he was watching cartoons and, and getting into the same stuff that I had gotten into, he was into Power Rangers. And the Power Rangers franchise that was his childhood franchise, um, there was a few, but one of them was Dino Thunder, I think is what it was. Dino Thunder? Yeah. And... Jason David Frank made his return in Dino Thunder. So not only did I get to experience him in uh, the Power Rangers universe, but so did my brother. And I watched along with him because he would he would watch those on Saturday mornings. And so I was there and I, I kind of followed it too because it was nostalgic. And I'm like, this is really cool that he's in this. And it's cool that my brother gets to experience this as I did when I was a kid. So, uh, first and foremost, I just want to say, rest in peace to Jason David Frank, and thank you, Jason David Frank, for the amazing childhood memories. Thank you for being the Power Ranger to all of us, to any kid out there, to any boy or girl who was a fan of the Power Rangers. You know who Jay you know Tommy, Tommy Oliver. Um, and, and it, it, it does sting to see him go. And, and I've seen so much, so much love on, 
on social media for him. And that's really heartwarming to see that too. Just to see how many people he really affected. And so first and foremost, I just want to thank him in, you know, thank his spirit. Thank his, uh, for, for blessing our childhoods with great memories and, and just being an overall awesome dude. Because he was always just a great guy with the fans. He was a great ambassador for that franchise. And to that, I just thank him. And it's it's nostalgia is a lovely thing. I love looking back at old things that, that I loved as a kid. Because you're taken back to the way it made you feel. And when you... F- felt good as a kid, you know, like there's no bigger feeling and it didn't take much. It took a guy fighting in a Power Ranger suit to make you happy. And, and when you think about that stuff and the way you felt watching that, you're just instantly taken back to that, that moment and that emotion that you felt. Now the part two to this and the most tragic part of all this is that he died by suicide. And I've talked at length about suicide on this podcast. I've, I've, I am a huge advocate to ending suicide, as I've unfortunately had to face it many a times in my life, personally. And it just goes to show fame, fortune, all that, popularity, it don't have a... There's nothing that can stop you from feeling pain. Pain has no, you know, whether you're poor or you're rich or you're fat or you're skinny or you're black or you're white or you're male or female. Anything. It, there is no, it doesn't discriminate. Pain, depression, sadness, it affects everybody. And I don't know what he was going through. Like, it. That's what makes it so sad is he seemed so happy, but that's how they all are. You know, that's how they all are. That's same with my uncle, like seemed like he was at his happiest. And then the next thing you know, he's taken his life. And there's, there's something so it's interesting when, uh, when, when people die, whether it's a celebrity or somebody, you know, personally, we always want to know how they died because it makes us it puts us in the position that we have to feel a certain way. If somebody was killed in a car accident, it makes you feel differently than if they overdosed. It makes you feel differently than if they uh, were murdered. It makes you feel differently if they um, died by uh, illness, by cancer. You know, like all the different ways people die. We seem to have a different reaction, a different level of sadness or a different level of of um, pain to the death, if that makes sense. Mentally, we, we handle those things differently depending upon the way somebody dies. And that's interesting to me that like death, the way you die does have a holding on to how people feel about the about your death. In certain senses, you know, obviously there's anybody closer to you is going to be shocked by your loss no matter what. But um, when you hear somebody dies by suicide, there's something innately more sad about that because you know that they were going through such pain in their life that they that like they hated life. They hate they hated life so much that they chose to leave it. And there's something just very very saddening about that and very hurtful about that. It strikes us a little differently because we think, you know, you can't really put yourself in those shoes. Some people can, you know, I'm not sitting here saying you can't, but like, it's so, as somebody who's not suicidal or somebody who hasn't really thought that way, it's, it's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine hating life so much that you're willing to end it or hating yourself or hating your situation. Now I know 
apparently, according to um, reports, he was going through a divorce. So I have to imagine that helped in aiding in his pain. And I want to go ahead and say this right now. I have I, I place no blame upon his his ex-wife because apparently she's been getting a lot of hate mail and a, a lot of like hate tweets. And I don't want that. That's not what I'm I'm wanting. But I understand the pain of loss and the pain of rejection, the pain of um of especially by someone you love. I understand that. And I understand how that could drive you into deep sadness. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but I personally, personally, I've thought about this. I could, there is not, there's not a single person on this earth. I couldn't, I cannot imagine anybody making me want to end my life. I would end my life for people. There's plenty of people I love enough that I would die for them, but I would never die because of them. There's nothing anybody could do to make me want to end my life. So I, I just, <clears throat> when I think about that, when I think about somebody killing themselves because they were rejected by their girlfriend or, or they got divorced or, you know, even their kid, even if their, their child hates them and rejects them or their child um uh, does think you know goes off the deep end and and it does something crazy or or it, you know what i mean i can't imagine anybody pushing me to the brink of wanting to die <clears throat> and to anybody out there who feels this way who feels like there's no hope or feels like you can't get past this pain. There's absolutely you can. There is nothing worth dying for. There's, there's things worth dying for, but there's nothing worth dying because of or in spite of. You should never feel driven to die because of something. Everybody's got problems, you know? I mean, I un trust me. Trust me. I understand problems. I look around at my personal circle right now, and my drummer just had to put his dog down. Uh, my guitar player is going through a nasty breakup where he, where a child is involved. One of my buddies, his crazy ex just called the police on him, accusing him that he beat her. He got his child taken away from him. Falsely accused, I should add. He got his child taken away from him. He had to go to jail for a night. He has to pay. Uh, he had to bond himself out. He's He's struggling with cash right now because of it. He's got a whole situation going on. I've got a, a half a dozen friends dealing with seasonal depression right now. And I've had a few stints of it myself recently. And you tell me, whose problems are worse? The answer is none of them. Like, the answer is, they're all equally valid. I don't care if you, if you stubbed your toe, and that's your biggest problem. That's your... Everybody's problems are as big as they are in their lives. We we can we can't compare everybody's problems to the other. You can't say so and so um because they had a death in their family that their problems are any worse than somebody who who just wrecked their car, you know? Yes, on the surface one seems worse than the other. But Everybody's problems in their lives are valid to them. So I'm not trying to invalidate anybody's problems. But the bottom line is, no problem is worth dying for. We all have them. You're not alone. 
Look at me. This whole past year, I've dealt with depression. I had to bury my father. Um, I guess I really haven't had all that too many problems. But I've had them. I've had a few problems. And not once did I think about cashing it in. You know? You can't. You got to move on. Everybody's got problems. We all deal with it. And I know some of, you know, we, we hurt because of them. Our problems hurt us. And, the, and you just, I hate to say this, but you got to deal with it. You, what are you going to do? You got these problems. What are you going to do? You're going to cash it in? You're going to call it a day? You're going to quit on your life? You're going to quit on your family? You're going to quit on your people? Fuck that. No problems are worth quitting on. Life ain't easy. Life is tough sometimes. Life gives us problems. But you don't get to quit. Because guess what? They're not quitting. All my friends, they're not quitting. They're dealing with their problems. They're, do- they're, they're pushing forward. And so am I. So you don't get to cash it in. You don't get to call it quits. I know you got problems. I got them too. And we're here to, we're here to fix them. We're here to deal with them together. Life pushes you down. You get back up. And you keep moving forward. You keep pushing forward. Problems don't go away either. We got to deal with them for the long haul sometimes. Some problems are easier to come by. Or to e- some problems are easier to overcome. But some, they take time. And you have to endure You don't get to fall down and say, I'm done. I give up. That's for quitters. And we're not about that. We're not about quitting. We're not about giving up. Because life goes on. Life continues. You can can lock yourself in the bedroom. And you you can... Curl up in a blanket and and say, I'm not doing this today. And sometimes that's good, you know? Sometimes you need a break. But when you're locked in that room, when you're hiding away from the world, life keeps going on. And it's going to go on with or without you. And I'm here to tell you, it's a lot better with you. Life goes on a lot better with you. So, I just want to say that. That's your pep talk for this week. Um, Depression does suck. And problems suck. Trust me, I've dealt with plenty of them in my life. I've had to bury more family members than I'd like to say. I've I've had my fair share of relationship problems. I've had my fair share of... Family member problems. I mean, all you got to do is go back and listen to the episode with my mom. And you've seen some of the shit I've gone through. But you know what? You persevere. And it makes you a better person. It makes you stronger. People who give up are weak. People, it, it's, it's, there's no strength in giving up. The strength comes from persevering and moving forward and overcoming. And I know you're not weak. We're not here to be weak. We're here to be strong. And guess what? We are stronger together. And once you realize that you're not alone when you have problems, everybody's got problems. Some people have worse problems than you. Here's the, here's the bottom line. The bottom line is, whatever problems you're dealing with, 
somebody else is either dealing with that same problem or there's somebody out there dealing with way fucking worse. And like I said, I'm not here to invalidate your problems. But you know there's people out there dealing with worse things. And the thing is, even more so, there's people dealing with the same thing you are. And they're not giving up. So you better not give up either. Because life goes on. And that's what I got to tell you. Life goes on and 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 on. Yeah, baby. Woo! Fired up now. Just gave a locker room speech right there. If I could crack open a beer right now, I totally would. Whew. It's getting to the end of the year, man. I had to give a good one. I had to give a big one. I'm stoked, dude. It's... That's a tough one. <laughs> That's a tough to move on from that, man. It's tough to move on. I mean, I'm dead serious, though. I'm dead serious when I say that. You got to push forward. No giving up. Um, Speaking of problems, this is a minor problem. And this is the thing that I have to deal with every damn year at this time. I always get stressed out about money. I mean, and I, I'm not alone in that either. Plenty of people stress out about money at this time of year. You got to buy presents. You got parties to go to. You got um, parties to host. You know what I mean? Like all kinds of stuff. And yeah, it gets a little fiscally demanding at this time of year. And it doesn't help when your boy just loves to get in the holiday spirit. So... I mean, I I had no intention on adding as much to my yard decorations as I did, but you know, I had to. I saw I saw the 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 ones I wanted. I'm like, I'm taking them. I'm getting them. I'm not gonna not get them. Uh, uh, presents. You know, every every year, presents. I I I got to go bigger and better. I got to get you the best thing possible. I don't, I don't want to skimp out on you. This is the one time a year I buy gifts. I don't buy birthday presents. So this is the one time a year I have to buy presents. So if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it big. I'm going to do it right. I'm going to get you the thing you really want. I'm not going to cheap out on your ass. And that's the point, okay? That's the point I want to make. While it, it becomes easy for me in my head to want to dial it back a little bit, to not go all out, to not spend, you know, not buy people dinners or to buy the biggest present or to put out the best decorations that I want or buy the things I want for me or to even treat myself by going out. It's easy for me to want to um, to be uh, frugal in those moments or to just like take a night off and let's save money tonight. Let's let's just chill. Even though deep down in my heart I really want to go out. Especially not just this time of year. This goes for all time of year, but especially this time of year. Fuck it. That's what I got to say. Do what you want to do. Enjoy life the way you want to enjoy it. Spend a little extra It'll make you happy. Giving makes me happy. Celebrating a certain way makes me happy. What am I going to do? Just like not do the things I want to do? Because of money? I can make more money. If I really need to make money, trust me, I can make money. That's what I got to get in my head. It's like, I can, if I run out of money, fuck, I'll just get another job. I'll just work harder. I'll make more money. At the time being, I don't need to do that. So just spend the fucking money. Let's go. Now, I'm not winning any sports bets, so I don't got any extra cash flowing. I'm getting my ass kicked this year on sports bets. And every week I say, I'm done. I'm not doing no more sports bets. And then there I am at the machine pulling out a ticket. So, haven't won any extra money. So I'm, I'm still just running off what I, I make on my hourly wage. But the point is... Treat yourself. You know? Because the thing is, the money don't follow you to the grave. It don't. 
Now, I understand wanting to 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 have something for people to to you know to leave behind people. You don't want to leave people with nothing. So don't spend your life savings. But you know what? You know what I remember more than than saving money or having things. I remember doing things. I remember going out. I remember experiencing things with people. That's what I remember at the end of the day. And when I'm laying on my deathbed, I'm not going to remember how much money I made. I'm not going to remember all the things that I bought. I'm going to remember the feelings that I felt and the experiences that I gave myself or the experiences that I I pursued. And that's what other people are going to remember about you too. They're going to remember about the way you made them feel, whether it was going on trips with them or buying them a gift or going out and having fun with them. And all that stuff costs money, but you can't think about that. Just think about the good times you're having and don't, don't cheap yourself out because when you cheap yourself out, you're cheaping your, you're cheaping out your, 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 that sounds so wrong to say it that way. I'm clearly saying that incorrectly. You're being cheap to yourself. You're being cheap to your life. And you don't want to do that. So that was a thought I had about fiscal uh, things. Um, I want to wrap this up talking about a couple movies real quick. Um, First of all, Black Panther, okay? So Black Panther came out. Crazy enough, this was the first Marvel movie that I didn't chomp at the bit to go see on opening night. Nor have I seen it at all. Now, that could be attributed to a couple things. First of all, I heard the reviews were really bad. Now, I'm not going to say it's a bad movie. I heard, I heard a couple positive reviews, but for the most part, I heard mixed. Let's just say I heard mixed reviews. That doesn't make me want to uh, bolt out the door and get in line for the movie. Second of all, I absolutely hate movie theaters. I can't do them anymore. And I know, I've said in the past, uh... Opening night of Marvel movies are the best crowds. And I stand by that statement. Or any nerd movie, Star Wars, things like that. Um, I stand by that statement. Unfortunately, I missed opening week. And the opening first two weeks, I missed them both. First one, I was in uh, Nashville. And then the next one, I just didn't go because I didn't feel like going. So now I am waiting for it to come out on Disney+. Plus Because why not? I have Disney+. Plus. Movies are expensive too, but again, fiscally. Again, I, and I also didn't really like, I wasn't dying to see it. That was another part of it. Uh, the Chadwick Boseman thing really took a lot of wind out of the sails on that one. And of course, trailers spoiled, the opening trailers, like everything before the movie came out, didn't spoil anything. And I kind of knew, so I'm not spoiling anything. I haven't even seen the fucking movie. I'm just telling you what's been on TV. So if you don't want any spoilers, if you haven't seen any trailers, then don't listen to this. But I accurately predicted that Shuri was going to take up the mantle of Black Panther. Because the movie, the trailers, after about a couple weeks of it being in the theaters, showed Shuri wearing the Black Panther suit. Which is what I assumed they were going to do. And now that they've confirmed my assumption also doesn't give me any more reason to like need to go to see it in the theater so i will wait to see that after it comes out on on disney plus and i am excited to see it but i'm not like so excited the second movie i want to talk about that's coming out that i keep seeing all the trailers for that i am absolutely completely uninterested in seeing. I have no desire to see it, nor will I probably at all even take any time out of my life to watch this movie, is Avatar. The Way of Water, I believe is what it's called. No interest whatsoever. Now, first and foremost, let me just say this. The first Avatar (laughs) is the most single-handedly, the most overrated movie of all time. 
for some ungodly reason, it's the number one movie at the box office. Partially because they keep bringing it back so that it can keep claiming that top spot. Now, understandably so, it was revolutionary for its time when it came out because of the 3D effects. It was very artistic and and it was revolutionary in what they did with the 3D technology. And I went and saw it in the theater, yeah, because I was on the bandwagon, like, and it was visually appealing. The story, however, I've seen it a couple times. You ever see Dances with Wolves? Exact same plot. You ever see Pocahontas? You ever see Fern Gully? All the same movie. And yet, the number one movie of all time, we've seen it over and over again. It just had the visual aspect. Now, the fact that it's come out, it's been re-released, and still people go see it, blows my mind. It's only a matter of time before they re-release Endgame and Infinity War to the theaters for those experiences, and those will for sure have plenty of people go see them and it will retake the top spot. Now, if Way of Water, if this Avatar sequel does anything remotely as lucrative as that first movie did, I'll be shocked. And I'll lose all faith in anybody that that watches movies. Because if you can't see how absolutely overrated that first one is, I can't imagine how bland and boring and bullshit this last movie is going to be, or this next movie is going to be. Also, why did it take them 12 years to come out with the sequel? Why wouldn't you immediately jump on the success of that? Like any good franchise. It makes no goddamn sense. Why the hell you would wait so long? I I truly, I'm sure there's a reason. There's got to be a reason as to why they waited. Because logically, there is no reason to wait this long. Because all the hype is dead. That's probably why they had to keep re-releasing it. Because they needed to keep building the hype. Hey, you remember this movie? Remember this movie came out? Yeah, how, how could we? Also, on top of it being just the most bland movie, storyline-wise, <laughs> the movie's title is in the, the most overused font of all time, in all of advertising. And that font is called Papyrus. It's in every, like, once you notice Papyrus, you see it everywhere bro so they couldn't even get original on their font on the fucking front of the movie so that right there should have told you how boring it was gonna be the only thing that wasn't boring was the visual effects and that's the only reason that they ever had success at all and then 12 years later they're like here's the sequel i'm not even gonna lie if that movie if that sequel pops in the top five, top ten highest grossing movies, I'm going to be pissed. And trust me when I say, you will hear about it. (laughs) All right, that's going to wrap us up for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Christmas episode will be next week. I'm going to have a bunch of stuff planned for that. It's going to be a good time. So be ready for that. Not doing a drawing this year like I I didn't do one last year. I did one that... Did I? No, I didn't do one last year. And I'm I'm not even going to try... I tried to do one last year and I didn't. That's what happened. I tried to do one last year and then I backed out the last minute. Not even going to try this year. So no worries on that. I would still appreciate if you would like, share, and subscribe. If you would share the podcast. I thought this was a fun episode. Hell, share the one with my mom because that was a really good episode. And go check out the one last week with my buddy Brad. That was a great one too. But nonetheless, um, I'm very excited to do the uh, Christmas special. That will be next week. And um, so we'll, we'll see you then. And we'll, and we'll have a good time. 
Uh, recap on the episode. Let's let's touch base on some stuff. Make sure you go check out the Casey Anthony doc, just because you know it's the most holiday family friendly show I think you could possibly watch. Stay strapped out there when you're shopping because God knows when anybody's just going to pop off. It might even be a Walmart manager. But most importantly, don't give up. Life goes on. We continue. We all got problems. We're all in it together. Life goes on because life's a garden. Dig it.